Welcome to the Master Festo Media Podcast. Grab a cup of coffee, sit back, and get ready to be entertained. Here's your host, Isabel Elias. Hey, hey, welcome to my show, Masterfesto Media. So happy you're here with me today. This show is all about stories, fiction, nonfiction, blogs, manuscripts, magazines, newspaper articles, books, books, and books. Did I mention books? And also media platforms such as videos and movies. This podcast is great for podcasters, bloggers, publishers, authors, book reviewers, editors, and especially book lovers. I am passionate about books. I think that's clear. I have several nonfiction books on self-help, all available on Amazon. My passion is romance fiction with spice. My historical romance novel, Carla, A Love Story, is now available in Spanish. I also just launched my newest book, The Tango Affair, Book One. This is a three-part series. Check it out. If you like romance that curls your toes, you'll like my books. Available on Amazon. The links will be on the description part of this episode. Today, I have a very special guest on the show. Ian Lanning. He's just an amazing man. He really is. Here's a little background on Ian. He was born and raised in Kansas in a small town called Chanute. Ian was raised by a single mother. He joined the United States Marine Corps a few years after high school. During his four years of service, Ian went on two deployments. On those deployments, he's been to Thailand, Okinawa, South Korea, and more. Today, he lives in my town, Riverside, Riverside, California. He went to Riverside City College and continued his education at UCR, University of California, Riverside, where he received a degree in English as a first-generation college student. Now, he enjoys reading, love that, and he enjoys writing, love that. He plays video games and watches football and baseball. I love baseball. He's a father of three girls and a son who he inherited from his lovely wife. Ian is also an author. I love authors. His book, Legacy, is a science fiction, post-apocalyptic, dystopian. There you go. I hope you know what that means. If you don't, it's okay. Ian will tell us all about it. So, let's welcome Ian. So welcome, Ian, to my podcast show. I am so excited that you're here with us today. You know, after reading your bio, my gosh, I am so, I, you know, you're an ex-Marine. You 
you fought for our country. Uh, you gave you gave up everything. I, you know, it could bring me to tears because when I think of who you are and what you did, I honor you and I respect you for that. So thank you so much for doing that. You know, there's not a whole lot of people in the world who are going to do that. And right after high school too, you just went right in there. So I bless bless you, bless you. Thank you so much. And we're going to talk about your book. I'm excited about that. Legacy. So that's a whole new genre for me. I'm a romance writer. So science fiction, I think science fiction is really great. And I know a lot of people love it. So we're going to talk about that. That's the first thing. But I want to ask you something. Because as I was looking at your book, and some of the things that really popped up for me, that um, I have, I made some notes here. And uh, one of them was, um, you know, the crumbling ruins of old Los Angeles. You know, I, you don't have to get to that right now, but that's something that really said something to me. I said, you know what? I really need to read this book because I know a lot about Los Angeles being an L.A. girl. You know, I'm Riverside now, but I was in Riverside all the time. So yeah. we'll, we'll discuss that. So tell us about your book, Legacy. Uh, thank for thank you for having me here. It feels it's pretty cool to be here. Um, so, Legacy is a post-apocalyptic dystopian. It's based a um, couple hundred years after a nuclear war. So, you have the ruins of Los Angeles, and so the premise of the book is you have Lord Mattis who runs all of Los Angeles, but he wants to. He split it in two. He's um, getting rid of old los angeles and he's creating a new los angeles and he divided the bo both by a massive wall and the story starts off with the main character manhattan who lives with his um uh guardian tom um he learn lives out in old los angeles and he learns these ways of how the city is run. He sees the guards, you know, abusing their pa power. They, he sees Mattis abusing his power. He sees the, the, the people in, you know, disarray, beaten up, tired, um, in pain, all of this. Um, and he, he feels like he should be doing something about it, but, um, Tom wants to keep him away from all of that. He wants him to, you know, just lay low and um, be protected. Uh, but as always in most books, that's not the case. So he falls, uh, he uh, falls into the renegades who are the local um, protectors of Los Angeles from uh, Madison, uh, his guards. They do whatever they can, which is, you know, honestly not that much. They, you know, they try and provide food, um, provide protection from the guards, all of this stuff. And so what we're left with is having Manhattan on a journey, finding himself and figuring out about his past um, through the renegades while also training and learning to grow um, as a young adult, uh, young teen, young adult, um, through these uh, 
very uh, stressful and tough tasks that um, are presented with him um, at, at the um, in the Renegades. So it's a story of survival, uh, of coming of age, um, a family, um, probably a darker family saga, I guess you would have it. Mm-hmm. Uh, it's very interesting, um, very so enjoyable you, book. Yeah, it sounds very enjoyable. I mean, I like I'm I'm going to read this cover to cover. I read a lot of it, but I'm going to read it cover to cover. This is really cool. Now, what had you like? What inspired you to write this book? Um, honestly, I I wish I could say that I was inspired by something or another, but. For me, it was just I was in rehab for uh, dealing with alcohol, alcoholism, and I just sat down one night and I just started writing it and it just kind of it just fell out of the out of my brain and onto the paper and it just flowed um, like like it was it like it was always there. And I, I finished a couple pages that night and I didn't really know if I had something or not. I just thought it was, you know, let my imagination, you know, take it, take its course. And it was so much fun just to see this character and the the, um, things that I put him in or that he put himself in. Um, And after that, it just, you know, took on a life of itself. It was honestly, it was kind of like I was in the, passenger seat and you know he was he was in control that was uh, the best i could say for the inspiration well that you know that is inspiring you know you were in a place in the dark place i imagine and you're going through what you were going through and um you came out of yourself and started to just put something down on paper like a lot of the emotion a lot of whatever was going on with you is on there. I I totally get that because when I write, I have no really, I have no idea where my characters are coming from. I get on the computer and I start writing. I even say, who who is that person? <laughs> Who's that person coming onto my book and my story? So I get it totally. It's like there is a that creative side of authors that shows up in the book without anything prior to nothing you know like sometimes i know as a as a teacher a retired teacher one of the things that we were supposed to do is have our kids make outlines before we write well honey (laughs) (laughs) there is no outline when i'm writing it's like sit down and just write whatever you know it just flows onto the paper or flows onto the computer so i totally get that and, and, you know, I just love authors. I really do. There is something about us that that just sparks up, uh, you know, the interest, the, um, the entertainment, and all that we do that we can provide for the world. Because sometimes, you know, I know I, well, for me, I read a book, it takes me away. You know, it, it does, like, I forget about what's happening out in the world, what's happening in my life that maybe I can't handle at the time to pick up a book and just go there. So I get that totally. Now, I had mentioned to you that um, 
you know, I, I, this is my opinion. You have a really good voice. It's very clear. <laughs> and I think that if you could get this book on Audible, that would be so cool because your voice is for Audible. I, I listen to, have, do you listen to any Audible books? I did listen to Stephen King. I, I enjoyed, I think he had like the same person doing the audios for like every book. So I listened to the gunslinger. Mm, yeah. Well, he, you know, they, his, I mean, this guy's a genius, but I think for you, I think don't get another person to use your own voice. You know, you, yeah. you're, you're, you have a clear voice and it is so clear that when you were at the podium, when we were at the library, that, that's when I said, oh, my God, I love his voice. So I couldn't hear everything you said because I was listening to the tone of your voice. So. Okay. Thank you. Yeah. I noticed you have the Star Wars T-shirt. Mm-hmm. Uh, so I get oh, that yeah. you're a fan of that. Oh, yeah. Big fan yeah. of Star Wars. And um, you also do, you you know, one of the things that you like to do is play video games. So what you know? Tell me, tell us about what you like to do. Okay, you're. I know you're a writer. You're a father, and I know you've got your hands full. And uh, so, what do you do in your spare time when you're not writing? Um, usually, um, video games is another one. That's uh, another place where I get my uh, creativity. Um, uh, again, one of the um, one of the games that I'm. Uh, gave me a lot of uh, thought into the book was uh, Final Fantasy X. Final Fantasy games are huge mm. since like the 90s. Um, and Final Fantasy X was one of those games that was, you know, it was light years up, up in front of everything else at that time. Mm. And, you know, um, Titus and the whole crew in that game were very... You know, they they stick with you for years to go. So a lot of a lot of creativity I get from the video games and the stories that you know writers and creators um, create themselves. So um, uh, video games very high um, reading. Um, even while I was uh, at uh, at UCR. Um, the the books that they had uh, had us read were like Octavia Butler, and I never read her before. And she was science fiction, and she had a lot of dystopian. Uh, the, her the famous book that I read was uh, Lilith's Brood, mm-hmm. about you know a female and then um, aliens trying to change the world, and the impact of you know her writing. It just blew me away as well. Mm. So um, reading is also one of those things. And then also I like to, I I think thanks to the Marine Corps, but I love going on hikes now. I Mm. love uh, uh, hiking up mountains wherever I go, anywhere. Um, My, one of my dreams is to eventually hike up Mount Rush, uh, Mount Everest. Everest. That would be, that would be amazing. But the, uh, the when, when once I get to the top and I see you know every, everything out there, it it helps me to just you know w- take walk away from everything and just you know think about 
and you know assess stuff so then that also opens up um creativity as well to where i can just focus on that one thing and you know take it as far as i want because you know the hike is mm. you know just like a personal therapy for me mm-hmm. yeah what is your vision uh with let's say let's take your writing what is your vision what do you want to accomplish like do you have like a a goal that you're looking for or setting uh i i i think like short-term and long-term goals um are important and the short term that i want it to see which i've seen it with a, a couple of people that have read it my book so far is you know that it helped them through a difficult time or you know whatever the time is you know and help them accomplish you know that they see these you know these kids you know these um teens um living in these harsh reality and they could connect with that with that character and you know maybe i have uh um a problem you know that i have to overcome or a situation or something like that and you know the book helped and you know if i can hear if somebody says that like it feels amazing because you know you know you can connect with someone without even without even having to talk with them and, you know, just go from there. And then I'd say probably uh, long-term would just be, you know, to spread it throughout the world. That way, you know, I could connect with people from, you know, all over the, all over the world, you know, have someone from Australia understand that character or, you know, Russia, Europe, Thailand, Singapore, wherever globally globally yeah so what uh have you started any kind of like campaign or marketing uh what are you doing to get your book out there besides amazon uh but besides that um i do i put it on ingram spark and i would uh uh email book bookstores from you know um from the united states from Europe, England, so on and so forth. Uh, I, on Facebook, they have a lot of book-friendly groups where there's there's a girl that I connected with was from, I think she was from Africa or Australia, somewhere around there. And, you know, she's like, hey, ha- uh, you know, how did you do this and how did you do that? And I just... Throughout my, you know, my two cents on how I, um, how I work uh, through marketing and, you know, Amazon and all this stuff, and then I also um, do promotions on Facebook, Amazon, um, emailing libraries, you know, any any anything I can think of. Um, I'm going to jump on it and, you know, go as far as I can with it. Good. Any opportunities, anything. Good. And you're on my email list, so my readers will get this podcast and be able to listen to it. And I'm really going to encourage people to buy your book, you know, that you. because that's that's what's going to, that's what it's going to take. It's going to take people to buy your book. 
and yeah. have and look at themselves through your book and see and like you have a commitment to make a difference and this is why you did that this is why you wrote that book to make a difference because it has made a difference in your life and that's yeah. huge that's huge you know that you can encourage people that you can that people will read the book and and be able to relate and be able to step outside themselves and say you know no matter what i can make this happen this is yeah. a possibility for me so Absolutely. really really thank you for that now if somebody wanted to contact you what is your contact information um on facebook um you can just my name e a n a lot of people spell it i a n but mine is e a n so um you can message me through facebook um you know through Google, if you want to email me, I I don't have any problem with that. Um, my Ian Lanning one zero zero one at gmail dot com. I'm also on Instagram and uh, working on the TikTok thing. I'm I'm still getting used to that, but those are uh, again same name Ian Lanning. Make it yeah. That'll be you know simple as. And find me quick. Good. And I will be putting that information, your contact information, at the description part of the episode so people will get that. And um, that's awesome. So we're coming to an end. And I kind of love this so much. I get to I get to talk to people and meet people and meet authors and people who are creative, people who want to make a difference. Uh, I had a, a man, Carl, on my uh, I think it was two weeks ago, and he's an author, and he's given everything up because he has a message. He wants to be a coach, and he has a message. So I get that how important that is to how important it is to get your message out there, and you're getting your message out there through your book. So I, yeah. I love that. So I that information will be there now. As we close, I want you to think about. How, what do you want to leave the audience with? Like, what would you like to say to people that could either inspire them or just have them look at life in a different way or maybe something about your book that is in there that you want to share more deeply? So what do you want to say to the audience? Oh, got me on the spot. Um, I... <laughs> <laughs> I probably just say just keep on keep keep on keeping on you know like joe dirt said you know just keep on keeping on um and don't be afraid to get out of your comfort zone uh a lot of the things that i have have uh went through i had to get out of my comfort zone in order to uh uh keep moving forward so definitely look for that you know that that thing that you know you have some inspiration, but you also uh, get out of your comfort zone and go test the waters. Oh, I love that. I'm glad I put you in the spot because you just said the perfect word. So thank you for that. Keep on keeping on, baby. <laughs> I love it. So, Ian, thank you so much again. Thank you for being on my show. And let's work on getting your book out there. I, I love you and I admire who you are and what you're doing. So until next time, we'll get you back on the show. I can't wait. 
Okay. Have a great it. rest of the day. You too. Thank you. Bye-bye. Bye-bye. To get notifications, subscribe to this podcast. Show appreciation by your host, Alate. Wow. <laughs> Keep on keeping on, people, and get out of your comfort zone. Oh, Ian, what a special person with a heart of gold and those great encouraging words. And I want to thank you for listening to my podcast. Remember to stay in the light and live positively. Love and peace.